Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Yesterday, we had all our football bets for the weekend, uh, for today and for tomorrow for the uh, uh, NFL playoffs. So this will be a strictly college basketball podcast. Now, tomorrow we'll have a college basketball podcast as well, and we'll also have the national championship game from Monday night uh, for college football. Since there won't be much to choose from on Monday in college basketball, we will not have a Monday podcast. So our Alabama-Ohio State national championship game pick will be in our podcast tomorrow with Sunday's college basketball uh, edition. So keep that in mind as well uh, as we finish off the weekend. We got 10 games in college basketball we're going to bet this week, and uh, we're going to start things off in the Big Ten as Rutgers and Ohio State meet uh, at uh, the Rack in Piscataway. Rutgers will come into the game as a slight favorite in this one. Uh, The Scarlet Knights favored by four points at home against uh, Rutgers. by the way, Ruck, or excuse me, Rutgers favored by four points over Ohio State. Rutgers five four and one against the spread on the season. Ohio State five five and one against the number. Rutgers comes in ranked fifteenth in the country, seven and three overall, three and three in the Big Ten. Ohio State eight and three overall, and two and three in Big Ten play. Now the uh, Scarlet Knights are coming off. Uh, getting their best player, Ron Harper Jr., back, uh, but they're coming off a loss uh, back on January 5th at uh, Michigan State, 68-45. They've actually lost two straight. They lost Iowa on January 2nd, this past Saturday, uh, 77-75, so they're looking to break a two-game losing streak uh, while they'll take on an Ohio State team that beat them 80-68 earlier in the season. Uh, but Ohio State is having its own uh, share of issues of late as uh, the Buckeyes just 2-3 and three in conference play, and they're coming off a 77-60 loss at Minnesota. They've lost two of their last three, have uh, the Buckeyes both on the road, the other one at Northwestern 71-70. Sandwiched in between was a 90-54 victory over Nebraska on December 30th. Uh Ohio State, the uh, Buckeyes are uh, led by uh, the uh, uh, Dwayne Washington, 14.9 points. Uh, EJ Liddell, 13.9 points, 6.4 rebounds, 1.1 steal per game, also 1.3 block shots per game, two of three. Buckeyes averaging double figures. Ohio State shooting just 31% from three, averaging 76. Point three points per game, and they'll go against the Scarlet Knight team uh, with one of the best players in the Big Ten, uh, and you can arguably make him uh, consider him one of the best players in all of college basketball in Ron Harper Jr. Uh, Harper coming off an injury, but uh, is looking to bounce back. He's averaging twenty one point one points uh, per contest, shooting forty six point eight percent from three point range. Jacob Young fifteen point two points. He's shooting 41.7% from three. That's two of three Scarlet Knights averaging double figures. Young, by the way, also averaging 4.8 assists and 2.4 steals per game. 
Rutgers has a team shooting 38.4% from three-point range, averaging 76.5 points per game. The Scarlet Knights come in as a four-point favorite in this one. And I actually like Rutgers in this one to get a little revenge. The two teams did meet uh, just a couple weeks ago in Ohio State. Uh, came from behind at home uh, to beat Rutgers, 80-68. to uh, But I think Rutgers at home in Piscataway uh, pick up this victory by by more than four points. It, it's simply, I think Rutgers is the better team. I, I do. Um, Ron Harper Jr., if he's close to 100%, he's the best player on the court. And uh, Rutgers shoots better from three-point range. Uh, they average about the same in points. Uh, but the best player on the court is in the scarlet and gray of Rutgers. So we're going to, or Scarlet and Black of Rutgers, excuse me. So we're going to go Rutgers minus four at home against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Next up, we'll go to the SEC, and it'll be a rivalry game as we'll have Alabama, who's undefeated in conference play at 3 0 and sitting at 8 uh, 3 overall, taking on Auburn, who is winless in conference play. They're 0 and 3. And six and five overall. Alabama comes in as a four and a half point favorite coming into this one. Uh, on the season, Alabama six, four, and one against the spread. Auburn, the worst team in the conference against the number at three, seven, and one. Alabama, of course, has won all three of its conference games. They've beaten two pretty good teams in the process. Uh, knocking off Tennessee last Saturday and then Florida on Tuesday, 86-71. They knocked off the Gators, their other conference win, over the Ole Miss Rebels. Overall, Alabama has won four consecutive games since a 73-71 loss to Western Kentucky. Uh, meanwhile, Auburn, as we just mentioned, 0-3 on the season. And uh, the Tigers, unfortunately, are coming off uh, – Kind of a head scratching loss uh, in the past week as uh, the Tigers fell to uh, Ole Miss on the road 72 61. They also lost at Texas AM 68 66 and home against Arkansas 80, or 97 85. So they've lost three straight after winning five in a row. Uh, Auburn's really struggling right now uh, while Alabama is the total opposite of struggling right now. Alabama's playing some fantastic basketball, just shooting really well from behind the three-point line. Uh, that was on display Tuesday against Florida. Uh, Auburn's struggling to uh, not only score points, but to defend. Um, and now Auburn has to deal with an Alabama team. Like I said, it's playing extremely well right now. Jaden Shackelford leads the way at 13 points per game. Uh, Javon Quinterly, 13.3 thir- for Jaden Shackelford, 13 points per game for Javon Quinterly. Uh, John Petty right behind him at 12.6 points. Herbert Jones, 12.4 points per game. As a team, Alabama averaging 77.5 points per game, shooting 32% from three, but they have shot 42% from three over the past three games, which coincides with the start of conference play. And then you go uh, to an Auburn team, which relies heavily on the three-point shot and has throughout the entire Bruce Pearl era. And right now, Auburn having its uh, share of issues uh, when it comes uh, to shooting the basketball, uh, not only defending as well, but shooting the basketball. And uh, they're only shooting 34% from three, averaging 74 points per game. 
four players in double figures, led by Alan Flanagan's 13.5 points per game. I think you can tell by the way I'm talking here who I'm leaning towards, and I'm leaning towards Alabama. I think Alabama minus four and a half is the play of the day. I think it's just way too many points to give up. Or excuse me, not nearly enough points to give up uh, with the way these two teams are playing right now. Uh, so give me Alabama minus four and a half at Auburn. Next up, it's a top 15 battle. Number four, Texas, 9-1 overall, 3-0 in the Big 12, taking on 14th-ranked West Virginia, 9-3 overall, 2-2 two two in conference play. West Virginia lost uh, one of its best players, Oscar Schwebe. Uh, he basically quit the team and uh, went to the transfer, por- transfer portal. Uh, they are 1-1 one one since that happened. They lost at Oklahoma 75-71 last Saturday, or 75-71 last Saturday. And then uh, on Monday, went to Oklahoma State and won 87-84. While Texas has been playing uh, outstanding basketball, of course, they had a huge 25-point victory over the uh, Kansas Jayhawks last Saturday at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, the worst loss of the Bill Self era uh, at uh, Fog. And uh, prior to that, they also uh, opened up conference play uh, with a... uh, with a victory over Iowa, or excuse me, over Oklahoma State, and then Tuesday night they uh, edged out Iowa State seventy-eight seventy-two at home. Uh, I, Oklahoma State, or excuse me, West Virginia comes in as a one and a half point favorite in this matchup. And uh, when you look at the uh, behind the numbers, so to speak, uh, for this game, uh, when we talk about the numbers against the spread, West Virginia is six and six, Texas five and five against the number. Uh, the uh, Longhorns are led by uh, they're led by uh, Matt Coleman's thirteen point seven points per game. Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones also averaging about thirteen per game. Greg Brown twelve points per game. Texas seventy six points per game as a team, thirty four percent from three point range. But uh, this has been a different type of Texas team than we've seen in recent years, and. Uh, I mean, I really like this Longhorn team uh, going against the West Virginia team. Now, you have to worry about pressure when it comes to West Virginia uh, and their press Virginia-style play. Uh, that could be a factor in this one, uh, but I'm not looking at it that way. I think Miles McBride leading the way at 15.3 points per game. Derek Culver, 13.8 points per game for West Virginia. Could be some X factors in this one. Uh, West Virginia is averaging 75 points per game and shooting 34% from three-point range. But I like Texas. Um, I'm not sure if West Virginia is as good as uh, they've played these two games without uh, without Schwebe. Uh And I think at some point the, it's going to come back to the mean uh, when it comes to uh, West Virginia. And I think it could start today even at Morgantown. I'm going to take Texas, give up the point and a half at West Virginia. All right, we're going to try to speed up a little bit with some of these other ones uh, so that we don't have too long of a podcast today. Uh, NC State next. They are at home against Miami. NC State favored by six and a half. The Wolfpack are six and two overall, two and one in conference play. Uh, taking on a Miami team who is four and five overall, 0 and four in conference play. NC State coming off a 74-70 loss at number 19 Clemson on Tuesday. Prior to that, they had won three straight, including wins against North Carolina and Boston College by identical 79-76 scores. And they're taking on a Miami team that has dealt 
uh, with a great deal of injuries this season. Uh, and uh, they're continuing to deal with them. The Hurricanes have lost... Uh, uh, they've lost three straight in five of their last six. The long win in that uh, was a nine-point win over Jacksonville University on December 19th. They're coming off uh, three close losses. Now, their last three losses are by a combined five points. They lost by two at, at then number 24 West Virginia, 80-78, and lost at home to Clemson, 66-65, and North Carolina, 67-65 on Tuesday. Uh, so, you know, that tells you they could be turning the corner here. Uh, but even though NC State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite, I do like the Wolfpack in this one. I, I do think they are the better team, especially uh, while the injuries have mounted up uh, for Miami. Uh, NC State shooting the ball fairly well uh, so far this season. Behind Devontae Daniels, 16.5 points per game. They're averaging about 80 points per game are the Wolfpack, shooting 37% from three-point range. And I think that will be a factor in this one. Uh, so give me NC State. We'll give up the six and a half points at home against Miami. All right, next up, we're going to the Big East. Oh, by the way, uh, before we go to the Big East, that's uh, the against the spread trends on this one. Um, NC State is 4-3-1 against the spread. Miami 5-4 against the number going into this game, but we're still going NC State minus six and a half. Next up, uh game in Chicago is going to feature Seton Hall, eight and five overall, five and two in the Big East against the DePaul Blue Demons, who are just one and two overall and oh and two in Big East play. Seton Hall comes into this game as a four point favorite. Uh they have lost a back to back games at Providence in double overtime, ninety five ninety and at Connecticut on December 30th, 82-61. That's the last game they've played so far, so they haven't played in 11 days. Uh, while Seton Hall has uh, not really been interrupted a whole lot by the coronavirus, DePaul's been hit as hard as any major conference team so far this season uh, with uh, the virus situation. Uh, while Seton Hall, again, they've uh, had very little issue uh, with the virus having to... Uh, uh, to pause for that, uh, they are coming off an 89-53 shellacking at Creighton on Wednesday. Prior to that, they had won three straight, beating Georgetown uh, at Xavier and Butler along the way. Uh, Seton Hall, just a slight favorite on the road at four points. Uh, I do like the, uh, the uh, Seton Hall Pirates in this one. Uh, they are 8-5 and five against the spread on the season. DePaul is 2-1, and one, but I still like uh, the Seton Hall team. They've played more games. Uh, they're the better team on paper, uh, and I think those two alone it, it lends me to believe that Seton Hall will cover a four-point spread, uh, even though it's on the road at DePaul. Next up is uh, we're going to Lawrence, Kansas, as the uh, Kansas Jayhawks are hosting uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, Kansas comes in this game as a seven-point favorite. They're nine and two overall, three and one in the Big Twelve. Of course, Kansas suffered uh, that twenty-five-point uh, loss to Texas last Saturday, but they bounced back uh, nicely with a ninety-three-sixty-four pounding at Texas Christian on Tuesday. While Oklahoma uh, suffered uh, or got a uh, eighty, uh, got a two-point victory over uh, West Virginia in their. Uh, game on Saturday and then on uh, 
Tuesday, I believe, they played again, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday played again, and they lost at number two Baylor, 76-61, which a lot of teams uh, lose uh, to Baylor. That's not uh, a uh, indictment on that program at all. Uh, Baylor is one of a few teams that could probably win the national championship this season. Kansas now five and five against the spread on the season. Oklahoma four and five against the number. Uh, while this isn't the same Kansas team that you're used to, uh, I still think it's a pretty good Kansas team. Uh, they're a seven-point favorite at home against Oklahoma. Uh, I do lean Kansas in this one. Uh, I don't think what happened last Saturday happens this Saturday. I don't think they get they get beat. Never mind, get beat by twenty-five. Uh, Kansas. I think Kansas is a better team. I'm going to go with the team that, that's a better uh, on the court and uh, may very well have uh, the best player on the court as well, uh, the Jayhawks with uh, Jalen Watson, who's uh, averaging 15.2 points and 7.8 rebounds per game. Watson's come out of the middle of nowhere to uh, really lead the charge for the Jayhawks this season. And we'll go Kansas minus seven against Oklahoma. All right, we got four games left, and uh, we're going to start in the Pac-12 uh, with a matchup between uh, the Washington State Cougars and the Stanford Cardinal. Washington State comes in nine and one overall, two and one in the Pac-12. Stanford seven and three overall, three and one in the Pac-12. Stanford, uh, Stanford coming off a 91-75 victory at home against Washington on Thursday. Uh, also Monday, they went to Oregon State and uh, won 81-71. Uh, their lone conference loss was at Oregon uh, last Saturday, 73-56. A pretty good Oregon team that was ranked 21st in the country uh, when that uh, took place. They'll take on a Washington State team where their record's a little bit deceiving. Uh, Washington State is 9-1 overall. And two and one in conference play, but Washington State really hasn't played anyone uh, in the non-conference. They really didn't play anyone at all. Uh, they did lose uh, to Arizona at home, eighty-six, eighty-two in double overtime uh, last Saturday and Thursday. They won at Cal, seventy-one to sixty, and uh, their other conference win was over Oregon State back in early December, fifty-nine, fifty-five. Uh, Stanford comes into the game. A seven and a half point favorite at home against Washington State, and we're going to go with Stanford in this one. Uh, Stanford does have the best player on the floor, uh, and are the better team overall coming into this one. The game's being played in Santa Cruz. Oscar De Silva, the best player on the floor by far, nineteen point one points, six point eight rebounds, and a block per game. Freshman Zaire Williams is really starting to come on. He's now averaging eleven points and three assists per game uh, for the Stanford Cardinal and. Uh, they're starting to, to gel a little bit. Plus, Stanford played a fairly tough non-conference schedule, uh, which got them ready for this, I believe, uh, while the game's being played in Santa Cruz because Stanford can't play on their home floor due to uh, COVID uh, protocols in the county in which Stanford resides. Still, Stanford, uh, I still like them, minus seven at home against Washington State. By the way, against the number before we go uh, on, Stanford 5-4-1, as is Washington State, 5-4-1 against the spread so far this season. Next up, we're going to go with a team that kind of that bit us in the butt on uh, Thursday uh, with a backdoor cover uh, from BYU, and that, and that is Gonzaga. 
They are the number one ranked team. They are the best team in college basketball. They're 11-0 overall, 2-0 in conference play. They'll take on a Portland team that's 6-4 overall, 0-1 in conference. Game being played in Portland. Gonzaga comes in a 32.5 point favorite in this one. Uh, of course, Stanford, five, or excuse me, Gonzaga, five players in double figures. Corey Kispert, 21.7 points per game. Drew Timmy, 17.8 points. Freshman point guard Jalen Suggs, 14.1 points per game. Florida transfer Andrew Nimhart, averaging 10 per game. Uh, Gonzaga is a team shooting 35% from three, averaging 94 points per game coming into this one. Taking on a Portland team that's not a very good team. Uh, hence by the fact that the spread is 32 and a half points coming into this one. Uh, it is a Portland team uh, that really uh, hasn't got a win of note this season either. Uh, their, big, their best win was at Oregon State, 87-86 on December 10th. Uh, their lone conference win so far this season. Uh, excuse me, they don't have a conference win so far this season. They played one conference game that was at San Francisco Thursday, and they lost 88-64. to uh, We're going to bet Gonzaga, and we're going to give up the 32.5 points, even though Gonzaga kind of it kind of bit us last week, or excuse me, on Thursday, uh, because BYU hit a shot late, and... Uh, that spread that was 18 and a half. BYU uh, ended up losing by 17, and, and it kind of bit us. Uh, but at the same time, we're still going to bet Gonzaga. I think they're the best team in the country. I think it's uh, without question at this point. And they're playing one of the worst teams in the country. Gonzaga is 6-4 and 1 against the spread. Portland 3-4 and four against the number coming into this one. Uh, but we're going to go with the number one ranked team. We're going to give up 32.5 points. It's a lot of points to give up, uh, but Gonzaga is a team that can name its number, and I think after getting backdoor covered last, uh, on Thursday, I think they're going to come out and uh, continue to dominate, and I think they can dominate a team uh, like a Portland uh, that doesn't have a whole lot going for them uh, coming into this matchup. All right, our last two bets are going to be in the Pac-12. Uh, we got Arizona coming up, three-point favorites at home against the UCLA Bruins. Uh, Arizona is a uh, uh, fairly solid team. They're 9-2 and two overall, 3-2 and two in conference play. They are not going to the NCAA tournament. They banned themselves. Uh, playing a UCLA team that's off to a 4-0 start in conference play. They're 8-2 and two overall. Uh, Arizona is hosting this game. At the McHale Center, uh, the Wildcats are coming off an 87-73 loss at home to USC on Thursday. Uh, prior to that, they had won four straight, including three in conference against Colorado and on the road at the two Washington schools. Uh, now UCLA is coming off a overtime victory over Arizona State. Also on Thursday night, Arizona State was without uh, their best player, Remy Martin, uh, who was a late scratch in that game uh, due to injury. Uh, and UCLA still struggled to put away Arizona State and having to get needed overtime to win 81-75. Uh, UCLA's also got conference wins over Utah by two, Colorado by three, and a 20-point win over California to get off to their 4-0 start in conference play. Uh, Arizona is a three-point favorite coming into this matchup. Uh, the Wildcats on the season 
are uh, four and seven against the number. UCLA is seven and three against the spread. And uh, we're going to go UCLA and give up the three points. Uh, I think UCLA just got got caught a little bit on on Thursday uh, with Arizona State having to change their game plan. Did UCLA because of Martin being out and it caught them a little bit, but UCLA was able to recover coming into the game. Uh, Arizona coming off a huge loss at home against USC. I'm not sure they bounced back in two days. Um, plus, I like the fact that UCLA is 7-3 against the spread. I think that says a lot. So we're going to go UCLA plus three at Arizona. And our final bet will be 17th-ranked Oregon, 8-2 and two overall, 3-1 and one in conference play, taking on Utah, 4-3 and three overall, and 1-2 and two in the Pac-12 uh, the Ducks ranked 17th on the season or in the season so far. They are coming off a 79-72 loss at Colorado on Thursday. Uh, prior to that, uh, UCLA had or excuse me, Oregon had won eight straight games. Uh, so that's not the Nate game uh, losing streak. And they'll travel to Utah, which is a tough place to play. Do uh, you know? And uh, uh, but they're traveling to a Utah team that's only four and three on the season. And uh, one and two in conference play. Uh, Utah, by the way, uh, they're coming off a uh, victory over, excuse me, they come off a postponement against Oregon State on Wednesday. Prior to that, they had lost uh, two straight at UCLA by two and at USC by 18. Uh, so they haven't played in a week uh, coming into this matchup. I like Oregon. Uh, the Ducks, by the way. Are five and five against the spread. Utah three and four against the number. I do like Oregon in this matchup uh, as a one and a half point favorite on the road at uh, Salt Lake City against Utah. I think Oregon's the better team. Oregon's going to, uh, like I've been mentioning throughout, the best player on the floor is with Oregon and uh, Eugene Omar Yuri. Uh, 18.6 points per game. Chris Durante right behind him at 17.7 points per game. It's an Oregon team uh, that's shooting the ball fairly decently of late. Uh, you know, Thursday notwithstanding. Uh, I do like Oregon giving up the point and a half at Utah. So our bets once again uh, for this week. And I do not have an upset pick this week for college basketball. Uh I just didn't see anything that really warranted, you know, trying to pick an upset. I just didn't look, didn't like a, a lot of the spreads uh, in that in that form. Uh, so uh, we're just going with just the ten picks today. <clears throat> they start with Alabama minus four and a half at Auburn, Rutgers minus four at home against Ohio State, North Carolina State minus six and a half at home against Miami, Texas plus one and a half at West Virginia. Seton Hall minus four at DePaul. Kansas minus seven at home against Oklahoma. Stanford minus seven and a half in Santa Clara against Washington State. Gonzaga minus 32 and a half at Portland. UCLA plus three at Arizona. And Oregon minus one and a half at Utah. So that'll wrap up our podcast for today. Uh, we'll have our podcast tomorrow. We'll have uh, college basketball for Sunday. And we'll also have Monday night's national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State in the podcast tomorrow. There will not be a podcast on Monday because there will not be a whole lot of college basketball to choose from uh, on Monday because most teams taking the day off as normal going into uh, the national championship game. Uh, yeah, they're just... 
I'm looking at the Monday schedule now. Uh, probably UConn, DePaul, and Colorado, Utah in a makeup game are probably the only games uh, worth even considering watching on Monday. We're probably we're not going to pick Monday. We're just going to stick with uh, Sunday. We'll do our uh, college basketball bets for Sunday. However many games I decide we want to bet on, and uh, our national championship game between uh, Alabama and Ohio State. We'll do that on Sunday. So until then, this is the Degenerate Gambler.